What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning. This is the Magellan Show. Thanks so much for being a part of our broadcast today. It is Tuesday, October the 6th, 2015. We are going to do our very best to bring you the latest news and information that's happening around the world and to do so in a way that is clear, concise, and without a lot of hype, without a lot of spin, and that's our goal. Actually, that's what we do every time that we broadcast. Uh, Speaking of broadcasting, we are here on Tuesdays and at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And our live number is 646-929-0709. Again, that's 646-929-0709. The the area code for uh, the playback number, if you want to listen on the playback, is 712-775-7039. The access code is 327-756-POUND. And we're going to talk today a little bit about Russia and what's happening in Syria, Uh, a big story that's breaking, big story there, uh, and and what's really happening. Uh, Also, we're going to look at what's happening here at home. We we seem to be at a point where uh, our, our policies here in the United States have got a lot of people scratching their heads, trying to figure out where we stand on on so many key issues, we're looking at today as well. Uh, we want to thank ICDcalls.com for posting our programs. I do, do appreciate that, as well as other websites as well. We're on iTunes. Uh, if you've downloaded the, uh, uh, the iTunes app, you can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, just type in Magellan Show. You'll find us. We're also on Twitter, at Real Magellan. I want to take just a, a quick moment to ask you, uh, this is not uh, on on my behalf, but someone else's behalf. Uh, there is a good friend of mine, and, and uh, one that I've known for some years, that was uh, diagnosed with with cancer. Uh, and, and the thing that, that's so troubling about this uh, is is that he's. Uh, He's a young man. He, he's younger than I am uh, by a few years, uh, and he's you know he's he's in his early thirties, and he uh, he was diagnosed with uh, with actually uh, with cancer in in uh, several parts of his body. Uh, he he was uh, having some symptoms. Uh, felt sick. Uh, was was tired. Uh, had some pain, was was sweating, and 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 just thought maybe it was the flu. He didn't know if it was the flu or what it was. And then it turns out that uh, that not only was he diagnosed with testicular cancer, but also uh, a form that has uh, uh, metastasized uh, metastatic uh, testic- 
testicular cancer that had spread uh, to his stomach and to his lungs. And uh, they are, uh, I was speaking uh, with their family, the mother, they're very distraught. It's a, a very uh, uh, troubling situation. Uh, he is a, a, a man that's got uh, two children. And uh, and actually, uh, they're expecting uh, their other child. This is this is very serious, and he uh, is a good Christian man, and the family is very distraught, as you can imagine. And I, I mean, it's just uh, it's such a difficult situation. We're trying to uh, to seek out every medical uh, option possible. Obviously, he's had to stop work, things like this, and. I want to do something for their uh, for their benefit. I, I, you know, I, I do. And let me just and some of you say, "Well, why are you talking about this today?" You know, this is this is sometimes a show where I just want to, you know, just talk about things that are real. And we'll, we'll get to the news here in a minute. But I just felt like this is the thing to do. Uh, you know, when uh, when my uh when my grandparents were sick uh, my grandmother had had dementia and my grandfather had had a stroke all at the same time and there came a point to where uh we needed help and his his mother actually uh uh helped with uh, their care they uh, they had a uh, at that time uh, a residential facility, and I remember him uh, there, just a young man, and uh, uh, he knew my grandparents and so forth. Um, but he needs your help because he's not able to work. And so here's what I'm asking you to do. Number one, I'm asking you to pray. His name is Michael. So I want you to pray for Michael. I want you to put him on your daily prayer list because he desperately needs your prayers. This is a serious this is not just a localized form of cancer. Uh, so I want you to pray for him uh, as much as you possibly can, as you know, because uh, I believe in prayer. I believe that that prayer changes the dynamic. It really does. Uh, the other thing that uh, I would like to do, because he has come to the point now, and he just got they just got this diagnosis Friday. Uh, so this is this shows you the the recent nature of things. Uh, I would also like to ask to those of you who would uh, you don't know him. I know you don't. Uh, I've never met him before, but uh, as you can imagine, someone in the situation needs financial help when they're when they have to stop working, uh, when they have young children. Uh, I want you to 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 prayerfully consider uh, giving. Uh, in helping them in this time of need, because you can imagine that it's it's going to be uh, a very difficult situation uh, with him not able to work and having young children. So, I I want you to consider donating. Go to and I I uh, and I promise you every proceed that you uh, uh, of funding that you give is going to go directly to them every single bit. So I want you to uh, just. Just get on our website, and uh, and just when you donate, uh, just just put on there, uh, 
Michael Fund, and uh, and uh, I promise you, 100% will go to uh, his cause. Uh, do that and do that uh, now, do it as soon as possible, because you know we as the body of Christ need to help people, and especially in time of need and in time of of, of extreme circumstances. Uh, so please do that and please pray. Uh, we have to hold uh, one another up in prayer. So I just wanted to take a moment to be very real with you and share with you a situation that I know if I were in the same situation, or if you were, if some of you were, or someone else were, that that we would want the same uh, type of uh, of intervention of, of those that are willing to to intercede and pray and to give and to and and to do all, all that they can. So. Thanks for for hearing me uh, on that situation there, and uh, and I know God hears our prayer prayers and our intent. Okay, uh, looking now at the news, I, I said I would be talking about Russia. I was actually watching uh, various media outlets uh, last night, trying to get a sense as to what's going on. Of course, uh, I watched, uh, you know mainstream uh, news here in the United States, uh, Fox News uh, and CNN, and, and then uh, venturing over to RT, which uh, RT America, which uh, has a uh, more of a focus from Russia uh, out of Moscow, looking at both sides of this. And, and so you have some that are saying uh, here at, at, at home that, that Russia is not hitting the, the target the ISIS targets like they should, and that they're actually uh, targeting the areas where you have uh, where you have the the rebels that are actually fighting against uh, the bad guys. Uh, and then the Russia says, "No, we are we are doing what we're what we're supposed to be doing, and we are going after ISIS targets." So you've got both sides, propaganda on both sides. The question is, what's really happening? And where do we go from here? And what are the, the, the concerns? Well, my heart goes out to all those Syrians that are uh, that are, are going through this trial of their lives right now as they face uh, these bombs falling from the sky. My heart doesn't go out to ISIS, but I'm talking about the uh, the innocent that are there. But how does this affect us in the West? How does it affect those of you who may be listening to this program in in Russia and Eastern Europe? What happens next? Well, there are news reports that China is also assisting Russia, at least in a small measure, in this battle in Syria, giving them logistical support. So this is a, a, an all-out assault on Syria, and from what I was watching on television and just researching on the Internet, this is growing into a grand-scale military operation, the likes of which, which we haven't seen in, in some time. There are a lot of those on, uh, in the media and a lot of commentators that are, that are saying, well, America needs to step up to the plate. They need to intervene. But I think we need to be very careful about this because as, as much as we want a good outcome in Syria, 
we also have to make sure that there's a good outcome here at home. You know, charity begins at home, right? And so the point is is that if we intervene and try to block Russia and now what seems to be China, this could be could be a uh, just you want to talk about disastrous consequence for the United States. I don't even want to begin to think about it. So some are saying we need to get involved. Some are saying let's let's step back for a minute. I hope and pray that we that we that we that we step back for a minute and and let's not be manipulated by all the pundits out there, by all those that are saying, you know, let's get out there, let's let's do, let's let's get involved militarily. We we don't want to make matters worse, and certainly uh, confronting Russia and now what seems to be China. Well, it's it, it's just a thought. It, it doesn't mix. It, it, it's quite quite troubling. Now, should all this have happened in the first place? Well, obviously, it's almost like too little too late anyway. If we wanted to change some policies over there and to have a certain involvement in the Middle East and the presence, we should have done a better job. But we have failed in many parts of the Middle East. Many would say that for sure. And now to try to fix the matter would only make matters worse and create more of a national security crisis for those of us here at home. We don't want to provoke Russia. We don't want to provoke China. I'm sorry, but it does appear that, our, that their militaries uh, are, well, are bigger than ours. There's no maybe about it. When you combine the two, it's the most definite. And even separately, I would venture to say that, you know, this is, this is where we're at, and this is the kind of kind of thing that happens when you have policies uh, that just don't work here here in the United States. So we'll be watching this this situation in Syria. Vladimir Putin says that that he is that he is doing what he's supposed to be doing that he wants to uh, create freedom, that he wants to liberate, that he wants to crush ISIS, and that he wants to be the defender of the faith and defend Christianity. Uh, There was a piece that came out, oh, when was it? Just uh, last night. I don't think we tweeted it, but it was really about the whole whole condition of... uh, of Christianity and the persecution that has existed and how the Russian Orthodox Church uh, and Vladimir Putin together have said that, you know, we want to preserve Christianity, uh, preserve the rights of Christians around the world, and this is going to be their new, their new focus. And if their intentions are, are pure, then by all means. Now, obviously, when you mix politics and religion, there's always going to be there's always going to be some mess. Uh, it's going to be messed up at times, but uh, but there are some valid points that that they make even still. 
it's a lot to, to it's a lot to weed through, guys. It really is. Uh, time will, will will tell. It really will. Uh, economically, where are we at? Where are we at right now? I'll be honest. It is the whole stock market is. It, you know, I mean, we're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. Same with the precious metals market. Same with the currency markets. We're seeing tremendous volatility, uh, and when we when we rally, it seems to me that there's no real support for this. This is not the first time this has happened. We know that this has happened in the past, and usually when it does, and you have these artificial rallies, it's not long before things go kaplooey. <laughs> is that a word? Well, we make it one. You know, it does seem that way, though, in all in all seriousness. So our eyes will be on the stock market, on the currency markets, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we will have enough time for all of us to get our acts together and to be more prepared before something should happen economically that could cause a ripple effect with the food supply and with every other uh, thing that we need uh, as far as. Uh, goods and services go. A prayer go out to those in South Carolina. Uh, major flooding. They say the worst in a thousand years. I don't know how they're able to determine a thousand years, uh, but I think what they're trying to say is that it's been a, a you know un- unprecedented type flooding. President Obama says he's going to talk about gun violence uh, in America on a regular basis. It seems that every time there is a uh, a mass shooting, that that's what he talks about. I wish the president would talk about these gun-free zones because these gun-free zones end up being it, it, it's like a uh, a place of attraction for serial killers. Look at at the at, at, at what happened in Chattanooga, gun-free zone. All of these school shootings, gun-free zones. I mean, can you imagine the shooter that goes into that Oregon classroom? And from what it appears on uh, from the news reports, that the professor didn't have a lot of a chance that that he uh, that he was taken out very quickly. Uh, but the remaining students, the other nine students that were killed, if one of them had had a concealed to carry permit, had that been uh, a place that wasn't a, a gun-free zone, that they could have defended themselves in the rest of the classroom and perhaps only one would have died that day. So there doesn't, there needs to be a discussion on gun violence. Most definitely, but I think the the thing is, is that we need to look at the policies. And these gun-free zones are a uh, it's a dangerous place now because you have been stripped of your of your ability to defend. But here's the other thing: they're not implementing security. They're they're not uh, using metal detection. You know, you go to an airport, which is a gun-free zone, but at least there you, you have everyone that goes in has been cleared. 
But you go into a, 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 a educational institution that's a gun-free zone, but there is no detection. There is no metal detection. So you are just a sitting duck, as it were. I mean, who wants that? Who wants that? And I can understand why teachers, educators, students would be a lot more uneasy about entering the classroom. There is no protection. There's not. There are there are a select number of taken upon themselves to uh, to have certain security checkpoints, but there's really not. I know that. I used to be an educator myself. There is no security. So that's another thing that we could talk about as well, and that's the administration we talk about, security. So uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a mess, guys, uh, but our hearts do go out to those uh, who suffered and, and, and died in, uh, in that mass shooting in Oregon. Yesterday, there was an American Airlines pilot that died during flight. Courageously, the first officer landed the plane safely as it diverted to Syracuse. It was uh, the flight that was from Phoenix to Boston. Uh, tragic day for uh, for that pilot and, and for his family and loved ones. Sad what the cause of death was. I'm assuming some type of a heart attack. We don't know for sure. There was one of the, the flight attendants who also uh, was a nurse uh, rushed to, uh, to see if there's anything she could do, but it was too late. But everyone landed safely and eventually got to the destination. The historic Pacific trade deal faces skeptics in U.S. Congress. We're learning more about that and we'll be following that story. Also, uh, Munich Museum evacuated after World War II era bomb found in courtyard. You know, Germany has just gone through uh, has just gone through such turmoil uh, lately, and uh, you know they're 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 having to deal with with uh, an influx of, of of immigrants to the tune of a million and a half is what we're hearing right now. And no proper documentation on on most of these immigrants. And Germany is trying to conform to the customs and ways of the immigrants rather than the other way around. So uh, it's, it's a difficult time for Germany. Uh, going back to that shooting now, there are some reports. Uh, I don't know uh, how how much we can confirm this, but as the Oregonian reports, uh, this is the local newspaper up there, there are a number of indications that Harper Mercer, this was the killer at that community college, had mental health or behavioral issues. <coughs> Excuse me. His screen name on social media sites was, now get this, Lithium Love. Lithium is used as a psychiatric medication, and it is a, I mean, it, it 
it, from what I have heard, makes drugs like Prozac, uh, Zoloft, and some of those others seem like, like, like nothing. I mean, like just mediocre drugs by comparison. Lithium is used to enhance the effects of SSRI drugs, a number of which have also been linked to increased risk for violence, even homicidal behavior. On one of his Facebook posts, Mercer also made reference to a number of different prescription drugs he was taking. He says, uh, and, and one quote, I have a pill bottle with like five types of pills mixed in. I don't know which ones are the sleep aids, so I just four of each, wrote Mercer. The gunman was also struggling with his inability to find a girlfriend, which is one of the factors that contributed to Mercer's mental health uh, issues, according to his mother. Ms. Harper, uh, his mother, also expressed having expertise in autism, saying that both she and her son, whom she never identified by name, had Asperger's syndrome, reports the New York Times. She also revealed how Mercer was placed in psychiatric hospitals when he refused to take his medication. It seems like every time there's a mass shooting, the national debate centers around gun control and any discussion of the link between psychiatric drugs and violent outbursts being uh, relegated to the fringes. I mean, in, in so many cases, the, the Charleston shooter, uh, Dylan Roof, was reportedly taking a drug uh, that that dealt with, uh, that was very similar. And that has been linked with an outburst of violence. Uh, uh, this drug uh, that he was taking, uh, Suboxone, or if I'm, uh, I'm not, may, I may not be pronouncing that correctly, but we begin to see the connection here, but these giant pharmaceutical drugs, uh, Zoloft, Prozac, Paxil, they send like $2.4 billion a year to direct to consumer, te- I mean, I mean, it's on direct to consumer television advertising every year. So big networks are carrying these drugs. And you see drug commercials all the time. And what are they doing? They're at sports games. I mean, they're, they're at basketball games, football games. Uh, they are having barbecues, they are laughing with their friends, they're hiking, they're mountain climbing, uh, they're skydiving, uh, they're walking along the beaches, they're climbing Mount Everest. I mean, you watch some of these drug commercials, I don't care if it's for a toe fungus, I mean, it looks like you take one of these drugs and your life is going to be just zippity-doo-dah, I mean, just, just wonderful. But almost every time, I mean, obviously, they've got the devil in them, uh, these these killers, but to, to, to take lives. But it makes you wonder if they weren't on these these drugs, these hardcore drugs, you know, would they have carried out these violent acts? It It makes you wonder. It really does. Well, our playback number, guys, is 712-775-7039 uh, with the uh, access code 327-756-POUND. As I said at the beginning of this broadcast, do pray for Michael, uh, the uh, friend of mine uh, who has been diagnosed with uh, uh, metastatic uh, testicular cancer that spread uh, to uh, his stomach and lungs. Please. Pray for him sincerely. I ask that of you, and I also ask you to give. Uh, this is not uh, 
for me, this is not for anybody else, but but so that uh, because he's not working, because they're going to have certain expenses, uh, ask you to do that. Because uh, if you've ever given before, I think this is uh, definitely a worthwhile cause. Uh, go to our website uh, or just uh, go to PayPal and just uh, go to con- contact at MagellanShow.com and uh, just put this is for Michael, uh, the Michael Fund. Uh, you can also email us contact at MagellanShow.com if you wish to give in any other way. Uh, and so I really want to uh, to do this because I believe that it will be very helpful. We are the body of Christ, and and we need to reach out to those um, who are uh, in in such a difficult time right now. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you for joining us uh, for this broadcast. We'll be back here on on Thursday. Go, Mr. Program. Another edition of the Magellan Show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss it. Of course, our website, www.magellanshow.com. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate IQDCalls.com for posting our programs as well. And don't forget to follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Real Magellan. This is Magellan. Thanks again. God bless all of you. Have a great day. And bye-bye for now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.